Welcome to Notes from Above, the program that explores the intersection of music and faith. And I am your host, Deacon Tom Lowy. And uh, we just opened with a beautiful, beautiful piece from a, a brand new work, and uh, one that we are going to feature today on Notes from Above. Uh, the the uh, the recording uh, that we are going to play from is called Adoration from Carmel. It features the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles. And the um, the song that we heard, or the hymn that we heard, was Domini non sum dignus. It means, O oh Lord, I am not worthy. But what's really special about it is we have um, a, a special guest. Uh, and uh, I want to go and introduce her right now. Um, someone who's been uh, involved in the production of this recording that we're featuring today. Uh, she's worked as she's done conducting. She has uh, been uh, involved in composition, arrangement, and also in performance. She's one of the voices that we might hear on, on some of these tracks. Uh, and that, that is Sister Jana uh, Heinemann. Uh, and uh, she is um, going to be our guest, and she's, she's on the line right now. Um, she's originally, just a little background on her, she's originally from South Dakota, and uh, she entered the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles in 2010 after graduating from South Dakota State University uh, in biology, and she has a minor in dance. I'd love to ask her about that. Uh, she professed her perpetual vows as a Carmelite sister in 2019 and has served in a variety of roles in her community's apostolates, including uh, development for the community uh, and uh, uh, sisters' uh, health care for the elderly, as well as uh, writing and recording the music that we are listening to today. Uh, welcome, Sister Jana. Oh, thank you for having me, Deacon Tom. Yeah, this is really exciting. I love this recording. I love, and I'm going to tell you uh, something that you should know. Um, uh, I have a, an editor, okay, someone who listens to the music that I listen to and tells me whether it's good or bad, and that's my wife. My wife, Anna, listened to this, and she said, oh, this is it. This is it. This is good. Oh. Play it again. Play it again. So um, you, you got, you've got a, a fan right away. Uh, Sister, oh. Sister Jana, um, uh, tell us about this recording. This is a new album, and um, uh, and it's I think it's remarkable. So, um, but I do want to hear some background on it. If, if you could give us some information on how this thing sort of came about. Yes, absolutely. So our our sisters have been singing together and recording albums um, for over over a decade, almost two. Decades, so we have done different recordings, but um, we had a recent experience a couple of years ago where our sisters were participating in uh, Napa Institute up in Napa, California, and the Catholic conference always begins with a uh, Eucharistic procession around the resort, which is where the conference is held, and so we're walking. Um, all around the whole campus of the resort with the Blessed Sacrament and um, our sisters for since the inception of the Institute. We've always been there, right behind the Blessed Sacrament, leading the singing, the, the hymns, um, all the traditional Eucharistic hymns as we go around the resort and get a lot of looks from other people who are just vacationing. and uh, Beautiful experience. And Sophia Press, Sophia Institute was, uh, some of their people were there, and they they experienced this procession, ah. and they thought, oh, it would be wonderful for these sisters to record an album focused on Eucharistic hymns, um, and actually in their native setting, just in their chapel, um, mm-hmm. 
at their convent here in Gordy, California, and just recording what the sisters do every year at the Institute, but also what we sisters do each and every day in our prayer life and Carmelite sisters um, before the Blessed Sacrament. So they approached us and we thought, oh, how wonderful. We were delighted with the project. And so we just recorded it over a span of two days um, this past summer in our um, resonant, gorgeous chapel, which um, I think the angels are there and they add beauty to, to the sister's voice even. Um, and our, our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament was present in the tabernacle, so he's a part of this oh, <laughs> oh, really? recording also. For the entire uh, um, uh, recording session? The, the Yes. Oh, my yeah, goodness. We just did it within, within our chapel. Um, we had a, a Grammy Award-winning classical producer sound engineer he set up all these microphones throughout the body of sure. the of the chapel well i should um, it should be mentioned right? sister i mean and i I'll, i'm i'm very frank about this uh, I'm, I'm i'm sensitive to production value and um, there is very good production value in this i mean you, we can hear everything mm. okay and it's done beautifully the mix is lovely everything is right about it and i'm i'm really hoping that uh, this uh, this uh, cd will take off that people will will uh, you know uh, get it and, and and listen to it again and again and by the way i'm going to go and give some information for those of you who may be interested in in uh, uh, picking this this uh, recording up, all you need to do is go to sophiainstitute.com, sophiainstitute.com, okay, and then just go to the products page, and and uh, uh, and you'll find the adoration from Carmel, so you can you can get it uh, and and have it uh, at home to listen to yourself. Now, sister, uh, I, I love the fact you're talking about prayer right off the bat. I mean, and that is part of Carmelite uh, spirituality. I mean, that you are with a, a, a number of Women. I don't even know how large your your community is, but um, and perhaps you could tell us that. But uh, um, mm-hmm. but prayer is really an essential part of of uh, who you are. Am I right on that? Yes, yes, absolutely. And so uh, when we are discerning any type of request, including you know, hey sisters, we record a CD. We're always running it through the lens of our life and. Does it does it fit with our our Carmelite spirituality living in the world, and will it bring people to that union with God, which mm. is what Carmel is known for in the world? That's what that's what we sisters are supposed to embody. So um, this is really a, a prayer project, and not a not a performance or seeking success or chart-topping or any any of that type sure. of thing, but will it draw people to union with sure. God? And I think, I think that, that that integrity, has, it, it brings success to this recording, by the way. It, it feels proper. Mm. It feels proper to um, what, it, what is actually occurring, which is the adoration of, of Christ. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. presence that, that that he is he is with us, and I, I think we sense that as as we listen to it. Now, I'm going to ask another question here, and this is a little bit more more biographical. But uh, you came originally from South Dakota, and you ended up in Los Angeles. What's what's the story on that? Oh, well, I, that takes a miracle. <laughs> okay, a miracle. I love miracles. Go for it. <laughs> well, I grew up on the farm, and I I had no intention of ever leaving the Midwest. Um, and I love the wide open spaces and the, the strong faith and family life. Um, and so when God called me to Los Angeles, it was, it was quite a surprise. Mm-hmm. But um, if if anyone has met our community, they would understand why. Because our sisters are, well, I'll just tell you this. 
one of my very first impressions when I was a young woman um, visiting our our Carmelite community for the first time, you know, flying out from South Dakota here to Los Angeles, um, I saw our sisters, and there was a moment when one of them was just walking across the courtyard from the chapel to the to the dining room area, and and I looked at her and I thought, she is a walking tabernacle. Wow. She is carrying the presence of Jesus like I have never experienced before. And it was one of those things where I knew I wanted that. Yes. And then yes. as I came to see the interaction of the sisters with one another, I saw their love, how they love one another. And isn't that, you know, they will know we are Christians um, by how we love Exactly right. Yes, yes. A beautiful family, a Carmelite family, and uh, it just it gave me all the grace necessary for me to to make the big move out to a big metropolitan area. Oh, (laughs) wonderful! uh, Well, you know, it's a joy. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, You know, and I I love divine appointments. I think that's uh, you know that this was meant to occur. That that the calling came from. but not only from mm-hmm. observation, but uh, from the soul itself. So, um, listen, we're going to go to our, another selection here. This one is the Adoramus Te uh, Panem Celitum, and I believe that's We Adore You, Bread of Heaven. Am I correct? Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. Now, are, were you involved in this? Uh, uh, did you arrange this or, or uh, conduct this, or um, what's what's your your connection to this particular um, uh, performance? Let me speak. I found this... It's basically an aspiration, okay. a short line of prayer um, in Latin, and I found it somewhere. I don't, I don't remember exactly where, but mm-hmm. I thought I can make a, a setting for this. Oh, good! And I love, uh, I love re- arranging music for our sisters. Um, so I just, I sat down with it, and I, I, I arranged into a four-part kind of a polyphonic feel, mm-hmm. um, a cappella. And just thinking about our sisters and what would gr- bring them great joy to to sing. And when they first when they first sang it all together, the the delight and joy on their face um, really shone out because the refrain is Ave Ave Sanctissimum Sacramentum. So uh. it's just saying like Hail Hail, um, the most sacred sacrament. Oh, praise yeah. forever. So it kind of. And it reminds me of the Lord's hymn, you know, Ave, Ave, Maria. That's right. But this one is for the most blessed sacrament. Great. Well, I'll um, tell you, sister, we're going to go and listen to it then right now. Okay, this is the Adoramaste Panem Celitum. It means we adore you, bread of heaven. We're going to listen to it, and on the other side, we'll be back with Sister Gianna.
what a beautiful piece this, the Adoramus Te Panem Celitum. It's a hauntingly beautiful arrangement. I really love that very, very much. And it's very gentle and very sincere. Uh, this is just a remarkable recording. And again, I'm going to go and, and encourage our listeners to uh, to go out and, and get this. And, and I'm sure that you'll you'll have your own personal uh, you know connection to it. Like like, like uh, it's grown on me. I have to say this. Um, uh, so if you're interested in the recording, go to sophiainstitute.com. Sophiainstitute.com and go to the products page. And uh, Sister Jana. Uh, who is our guest today, uh, Jana Heinemann, uh, who is, um, uh, was involved in the arrangement in this and also in the singing. And, and I, just, I, I just think it's remarkable that what, what you've been able to do. Um, sister, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the uh, Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles, uh, of which you are a member. Um, I went online mm-hmm. uh, to take a look, okay, just to see you know, uh-huh. you know, who, who you were. And I have to tell you this. I have never seen so many smiles in my life. Uh, Just the happiest, beautiful women I think I've ever seen. I mean, and and it looked to me like there's quite a few of you. Now, how how many sisters are there? We have uh, 120 of us. Yes, uh, mainly uh, about half of us are in the Los Angeles area. And then we also serve, we have two convents in Miami, Florida, in Mm. Denver, um, so, and also here in the desert area, Palm Desert area, mm-hmm. a couple hours away. So, yes, and about 20, 20 of us in, um, well, I'm, I'm out of initial formation, but, uh, we have quite a few that, that join us and, um, now that's, that's with us. here's a good question. What, if, if there's a young, young woman who is, um, uh, uh is interested in, in knowing more about the Carmelite sisters, um, uh, what would what would that what would that woman do in order to to get information? She could get on the on the internet mm-hmm. and go to Carmelite Sisters OCD dot com. OCD dot com. Okay. Yes, and uh, we are Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles, and actually many of my um, uh, co madres in in religious life found our community online. You know, googling. Yes. Carmel, and we are a, a unique um, branch of the Carmelite order in that we have active apostolates. So we care for the elderly, we, we teach in schools, and we run um, retreat house. So uh, we were not cloistered. Right. Cloistered. Which is which is pretty common for Carmelite uh, uh, sisters. Am I right on that? That that uh, being cloistered yes. is common. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we we do preserve the the spirit of Carmel and the prayer life of Carmel, spending about you know at least four hours of our of our day in the chapel mm-hmm. in prayer, mm-hmm. um, and then some some service uh, during the other times. But you know, primary is our is our consecrated witness, and um, you know the witness of the Carmelite habit and just the embodying Mary in the world, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. Well, that's good, so. yeah. yeah. And, and now, now, have you done uh, recordings that uh, are uh, of other subjects? In other words, have you done a Marian recording? Have you done, you know, uh, for Christmas, anything like that? Yeah, we have done a, a Christmas recording. Um, and then other other cities that we have done have been a wide variety. Uh, and so if, if any of the listeners today look at our other music from um, past years, though, see, it's quite a compilation. Uh, this Eucharistic album is 
kind of more of a focus. Ah. Um, but we've been known to do more like praise and worship <laughs> recordings and sure. drums and, and guitar and then chant. Kind well, of I, I noticed, yeah, I, right? I noticed that there there is there's a lot of breadth uh, in terms of uh, um, of the even even within this this particular recording uh, of uh, the styles that that are um, are being used. In fact, we've got mm-hmm. we've only got about you know a minute and a half or so. But I, I want you to talk a little bit about the next selection that we're going to to listen to. It's called "Be Still." And and I, which mm-hmm. you know, were you involved in in in, uh, in this arrangement in this composition? Yes, uh, uh, actually, another sister and I, we just went to prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, and and we were tr- seeking to write something um, all in English, simple lyrics, simple themes that would help people to pray. And I'm so happy to say that for our National Eucharist Revival mm-hmm. that we're embarking on um, with our bishop, they actually featured this song. Wow. I was excited to see it in the newsletter. Oh, oh, oh how nice. Uh, so it's a song about really stealing your heart and letting him heal you. Because uh. being before the Blessed Sacrament is also about healing. It's about prayer, but what is God doing to you and mending Mending the sore spots and the broken spots of your of your heart and soul. So uh, it's just kind of a contemporary, beautiful, simple. Yes, well, I, we're looking forward to listening to it. And, and Sister Jana, thank you so much for being here with us on on uh, Notes from Above today. I mean, it's just it's a real blessing to us, and and I'm hoping that this that lots and lots of people hear this, and that lots of people go and respond to it because it's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, you've been a terrific guest, and uh, God bless you. And we're going to listen to "Be Still" and stay there because we're going to be back on the other side.
And welcome back to Notes from Above, the program that explores the intersection of music and faith. And I am your co-host, Deacon Tom Lowy. And I'm the other co-host, and I finally made it in here. You, you did your job, your sister. Yeah, I just couldn't start at your start time today. Yeah, well, we had an early one. I then. know. But you missed you missed uh, well, talking to Sister... Well, yeah, I know. But but you did. You missed talking well, to Sister John. I know you would have liked it. You I really would have very yeah. much, so yeah. we'll have to have her back. I think so. When I'm not teaching. When you're not teaching. Because while you were doing that first half, I was doing indoor wildlife management. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I bet you were. No, they, they come on. They're all sweethearts, aren't they? Um, yes. yeah, that was yeah, a long yes. pause. <laughs> no, they are. I, I really enjoy them. I yeah. really enjoy my freshmen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got freshmen? Yeah. They're oh very fresh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, uh, this is a story about me. I used to drive school bus. I know. And... Uh, High school kids, especially the early years, you know, like yes. middle, middle school and high school, like freshman, sophomore, they are just, well, they're lovely. They're very, very nice, nice kids, okay? Right. But they, they, they don't know if they're kids or if they're adults. They, right. They it's... desperately want to be adults. Sure. Okay, but then they, they fail regularly and, at that uh, that endeavor, so you got to love them. you just got to love do, them. I do, you know, I, I sort of take advantage a little bit of their gullibility. As I was walking out of the classroom, the next freshman class was coming in, and a kid was eating a Pop-Tart, and I said, do you know that those are made out of cardboard? And he goes, oh, really? I said, uh-huh. Look at the ingredients. Look at the first ingredient. It says cardboard. <laughs> and he's looking at the wrapper, and I go, bye. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Way to go. Way to go. I love it, sister. All right. Well, listen, uh, we, we just uh, we opened the second half with a, um, a wonderful piece called Mercy Rushes In. Just, this is beautiful, and I'm, I'm going to borrow the CD from oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can. You can definitely do Thank that. You. Right. The, the CD that we're listening to and we're featuring today on Notes from Above is called Adoration from Carmel, and it is the, um, uh, the Carmelite Sisters of um, the Most Sacred Heart, of Los Angeles. And by the way, Mercy Rushes In is the 90th anniversary edition. Okay, now I don't know exactly what that means, but I know a little bit about the history of this of this order, uh, of the, the Los Angeles Carmelites. It, it's fascinating. Back in the 1920s in Mexico, there was a woman by the name of Sister Luisita uh, who uh, uh, had to leave Mexico because of the revolution that was going on. The... the um, the the Cristo Rey, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, it was it was hard to be uh, religious yeah. in, back in those days, and so she walked all the way from where she wherever it was in Mexico, she walked all the way across the border into the United States and up into ca- California and settled in Los Angeles and formed this this Carmelite order in in Los Angeles. So this this piece Beautiful. that we just heard is is related to that. It's called Mercy Rushes In. And I just think it's a, a very, very fine word. Mm, it is it. beautiful. Yeah. Um the uh uh now, if you're interested, folks, in, in getting this, I'm, I'm going to go in and uh, direct you uh, to sophiainstitute.com. sophiainstitute.com. And just go to the products page and look for Adoration from Carmel. That's the title of the CD that we're listening to, Adoration from Carmel. I think you will enjoy it. Uh, as I, I told Sister Jana in the, the, first, uh, the first half of Notes from Above, uh, it has the imprimatur on this. From my wife. Oh, my wife. Well, there you Anna go. Said, oh no, that's you got. You got to do <clears throat> that. You got to do that one. You know, when so. Anna says go, 
we go. We go. We do. We do. Well, sister, um, maybe yes. what we should do is just move directly into our next selection. Sure. Um, this is another one. Oh, by the way, the, we we talked to Sister Jana earlier in the uh, uh, the in, in, in the, the first, first half of the show. Right, I missed her. And she is uh, a composer and a ranger as well mm. as a performer. Uh, and so uh, we get to listen. I suspect that much of the music that we're listening to, especially if it's English language, is probably. Uh, she has her hand involved mm. in, in some level, at the compositional level or at the uh, uh, arranging level or at, at, certainly, mm. you know, on the microphone. Mm. So um, let's listen. This is called Sacred Heart of Jesus, Fount of Love.
this sacred heart of Jesus. What a beautiful! I'm, that's that's a classic. I don't. We don't have the information as to who wrote that, but that is just that's that's a significant uh, hymn, uh, "Sacred Heart of Jesus." Uh, we implore, oh, make us love Thee more and more. Mm. You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. just that's that's exactly right. The, it's this. It's this we're, we're listening to a recording called um, "Adoration from from Carmel," the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles. Um, and uh, this was actually recorded um, in the presence of, uh, of the Blessed Sacrament, in, in the presence of our Lord. That's what makes it extra beautiful. I know. It's, it, it, feels, it feels right, mm-hmm. doesn't it? You know, when we mm-hmm. hear this, you know, we, we, we don't sense that this is a performance. Mm-mm. Not at all. This no. is actually adoration. There, right, exactly. A- and uh, what could be better? You know, I, I, when I was... Um, uh, studying up on this a little bit, I, I, I learned some things about adoration, which I think are, are really amazing. You know, uh, one of the things that, that I found out is that, uh, uh, you know, keeping the, the Blessed Sacrament outside of the Mass itself, okay, has really, really ancient uh, precedence. I mean, it happened mm-hmm. a long time ago. It is actually referred to uh, by uh, uh, Justin Martyr and Tertullian. Huh, that's pretty old. That's like second century <laughs> A.D. That's yes. way back, okay. And and it's it, but it is it is uh, it is spoken of. And then and then I uh, I was telling you, sister, and uh, this is well worth talking about. Perpetual adoration. I know a lot of people, um, uh, in the, at their parishes or hopefully hopefully a lot of parishes are doing perpetual adoration. And there there is a the first uh, recorded instance of a perpetual adoration began formally. In Avignon, France. Now, catch this. This I think this is amazing. It was on uh, this, uh, uh, September 11th. Okay, 911. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, in the year 1226 AD. Whoa. Okay, and it ran consecutively. It never stopped until 1792, when the French Revolution put a halt to it. That's 500 years. That's a perpetual, ad- perpetual. I mean, we're t- 24 hours 24 a day, hours. 365 days a year for 500 years. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. I mean, in its heart, I mean, in, in my parish, we we do have an adoration chapel, but we're not able to go 24-7. Sure. We want to. We used to be able to, but we just don't have enough people mm-hmm. that are able to do it. Right, right. But, you know, when I was growing up, um, and maybe you can remember this as well, because we may be, you know, of similar age, uh, we would talk about going for a visit. Right. My oh, father would talk about that. Right. We'll go, you know, I'll, I'm going to go and I'll visit the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, the, the doors would be open. The, uh, uh, there was mm-hmm. a time when they did not lock doors for churches. Right. You would walk in to go, and you could do any time of the day and go in to visit. And what that tells mm-hmm. me is that there's an understanding of a relationship. We yeah. visit our friends, don't we? Exactly. We visit the people we love, don't we? I mean, that's what we do. And so this opportunity for us to visit uh, the Lord, and that's how they would talk about it, uh, was, uh, it's not perpetual adoration, but it certainly is adoration, as yeah. long as that light's on, right? You know, it's interesting. It reminds me of my dad when he would go to, like, for example, if he was going to go to a Saturday Mass, Saturday morning Mass. Sure. And we didn't know where he was going. We'd say, Dad, where are you going? And he said, I'm going to go visit my friend. Did he do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then we yeah. go, can we go too? Because then we knew that donuts were involved. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your dad couldn't resist. He had to go and get his kids donuts, didn't he? Huh? Of course. Yeah, so you had to go visiting with him. But it was so cool. That's how he related to the Lord. I'm going to go visit my friend. Oh, yeah. You know? That is so cool. I know. You know, I, I'll talk dads now. Uh, okay. My father, um, I remember, used to go over there early in the morning. He would do his books in the morning. Hmm. Okay, that's, you know, you, and uh, it, but sometimes, you know, you had to take care of other kind of business. And my mom would say, go, go, you know, give us to dad or whatever. So I'd go over to the store. Six o'clock in the morning, and he'd be in the back, and he'd, uh, uh, you know, he'd be doing his books and so on. But often he would be there, and he'd be reading from this book. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was until after he died, and then it seriously. was seriously, and then it was given to me. What okay, was it? it was his office. It was. <gasps> it, it was he prayed the divine office. He did the hours. Oh my God! Yeah, he would do the morning prayer. Okay, yeah, okay. first thing in the morning. Sure. That's what he would do. Good so for him. It's a cherished book that I have. Oh too. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Good story. Well, listen, we should probably go on to our next selection. This is a beautiful piece. I, I love I love all these things here. This one here is called Veni Jesus Amor Me. Okay. Uh, we adore you, bread of heaven. This is the uh, the choir of the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles from a recording called Adoration from Carmel. Veni Jesus Amor Me. Jesus, amor me. It's basically 
one one thing said over and over again in in English it translates as "Come to me, O Jesus, my love." <laughs> Come on, it's, you gotta love this. It's so pretty. Oh no, I do, and I um, I just imagine Jesus just hearing this song and just loving it. It's like, oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm right here. I'm coming to you. You know, yeah. and I was I was also thinking, you know, Deacon Tom, we were talking about this off the air, is that um, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Yeah, eleven twenty-eight to thirty, when Jesus says, "Come to me," mm-hmm. and this one is, "Come to me, O Jesus." So right, it's right. a mutual coming, right? Yes, coming the, toward the, one reci- another. Re- uh, reciprocity mm-hmm. is um, uh, part and parcel of our understanding of uh, the relationship that we need to have mm-hmm. with God. We pray, and He does come to us. Yeah. He does hear our prayers. He does respond. I know some mm-hmm. people say, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hearing His voice or anything like that." You know, and I, I don't see Him helping me or what. You know, we, we can complain yeah. all we want, but the fact of the matter is that He doesn't miss any prayer that's said no, earnestly and in truth. Yeah, you know, He hears yeah. every single one of them, and, and He may say, "Not this time, my my son." Right. Not this time, my this daughter. Time. You, know, but you know, can I tell a little story yeah, please, that please, illustrates we, that a little yeah, bit more? Yeah. Um, so, as I said, I teach freshmen. Hello, my freshman class, fourth oh, yeah. hour, Father Gabriel Richard High School. Um, <clears throat> but we were talking about this very thing. like, And I asked them, how would you relate to someone who says to you, I don't want to pray anymore because God doesn't hear me. God's not listening. God doesn't answer. What would you say to them? And so I, I let them talk for a little while, and it's, well... You want to go to church? And so I pretend like I'm the person. Oh, okay. I and I go, it. no, I don't want to go to church. And then and they look at me like, oh my gosh, we have a theology teacher that doesn't want to go to church. And I go, you guys, I'm just playing with you, okay? Just so stay with me. So I said, keep asking me questions. Or keep, you know, I just, no, I don't want to pray anymore. No, I don't want to go to church. Well, you know, God's given you this cross to carry. I don't want you to preach to me. You know, so I'm playing this game. Oh, you're, you're hard. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, so I'm really yeah. going at it. And, and so then they look at me like I've stumped them. Now what do I say? And I yeah. said, let's switch places. Okay, now you be the person. And they're like, okay, how are you doing? I'm not doing very well. You want to break? No. I got an idea. How would you like to go out for ice cream and go for a walk? Yeah. So I said, look at You see this? You just got to ease in, right? Try to just say, hey, what can I, you know what? I'm here for you. Why don't we go have some ice cream together? We'll walk by the river and just kind of do that. And then you just wait until they're ready for prayer. So there you go. This is this is excellent. You know, I, I learned so much. Just, just sitting right next to you. <laughs> oh, this, 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 really? Oh, it's awesome. It is awesome. Well, listen, uh, we do want to go and thank you all for listening yes. to uh, Notes from Above on this day uh, to listen to this beautiful choir, the, the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles, uh, with their mm-hmm. recording Adoration from Carmel. Go to SophiaInstitute.com and go to the products page, and you can get a copy of this as well. I think you'll love yes. it. Well, thanks for listening to us yes. from above, and we will talk to you again next week. So-